Hey guys, welcome back to the Tipsy Ghost. We're your tipsy hosts, Sarah, Sarah, and Lindsay. That's me. Hi. Hey. Hey. Hi. It's also me. Hey. It's us. It's all three. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna go ahead and apologize for these two right now, guys. We've been lots of wine has what been was the flowing word you tonight. Chose? What was the ch- word embodying? The... <laughs> I think you meant inviting. I did. <laughs> yeah. Embodying. You still haven't changed it. I didn't know you could change them. <laughs> you, can, you can edit captions. <laughs> Why didn't you guys change it for me? <laughs> I thought you would. Listen, this comes from the girl who just told you that she can't cross her fingers, so. <laughs> We're all sitting here getting ready to record, and all of a sudden a voice goes, look guys, I can't cross my fingers. <laughs> I said, oh, we've reached this point. I didn't know we made, we made it to that point. Oversharing our with Voidston. They don't even go halfway across. <laughs> we don't even call it oversharing. It's what TMI with Voidston. It's not TMI though, but yes, we're getting there. That means we're getting real close. <laughs> we're getting real close to TMI when she tells us her fingers don't cross. Look at that. It's Look just at that. I'm just showing off <laughs> now. Never thought of before in my life. <laughs> I can only cross those fingers. Oh, don't ask me really to give a cross. thumbs up. I know. What other fingers would you cross besides your middle and your pointer? Can you do your pinky? Look, and your it's pointer? all just—it's a hard flex. Oh, like that, yes. <laughs> can you do that? <laughs> I think everybody can. I can. This is a shout out to our friend Matt. Here's a middle finger right to you. <laughs> Matt, I don't know you, but yeah, I guess I'm not. I'm it's not okay. He doesn't finger. listen. Don't Matt, worry. I warned you that she was drunk. I'm sorry. <laughs> So, fun fact, I can't cross my fingers. Sarah watches Sarah watches Schitt's Creek. That's true. I do love Schitt's Creek. I've been binging on Hell's Kitchen. Lindsay, what about you? You don't have a fun fact for me? No. You didn't tell us a fun fact. You were judging us the whole time. Tell me I'm wrong. That was very rude. <laughs> I didn't judge you. Um, What is new in Lindsay's life? I don't know. No, no, no. It wasn't what's new. What's a fun fact? What's a fun fact about me? Sure. My tongue can touch my nose. Ew. <laughs> and I can't wink and I can't whistle. Oh, so you can lick your own snot? Yes, I can. Cool. That's disgusting. I don't, Prove it. I don't do it, but I can. Prove it. Ew, what was that noise? It's <laughs> <laughs> just the sound of my tongue coming out of my mouth. <laughs> she stuck it up her nostril oh my god i'm gonna die i'll tell you what that's kind of a dream of mine so i'm impressed you save a lot on kleenexes that way (laughs) you save a lot on kleenexes i do not lick my snot let the record show (laughs) i use kleenexes still like a normal human being okay let me see you try you're kind of close. Mm-hmm. Mine can touch um, the ch- the tip of my chin. Your chinny chin chin. My chinny chin chin. Ew, so it stretches both ways. <laughs> you got a long tongue, huh? I do have a long tongue. Uh, ew, ew. Just mm-hmm. gonna call you Jean from now on. <laughs> after kiss. Yes, after kiss. Thank good job, Lindsay. <laughs> Thank you. My first thought was Bob's Burgers, but I knew that was wrong. Oh no, no, that ain't right. You don't deserve that. What are we trying to talk about today? Oh, harsh. What, what were you talking about? We're doing a tipsy story. Tipsy stories. <laughs> <laughs> tipsy stories. <laughs> I was trying to say it quick because I was still mad at you. <laughs> we're doing tipsy stories. Tipsy stories. <laughs> Fuck. What's uh, this? Just trash. <laughs> just stop. <laughs> All right, 
Here, I'll set you two up to do it. What are we doing tonight, guys? Tipsy store. Who <laughs> <laughs> sent me with Jordan? I'm She's trying to be dying. alto in that one. She's dying over there. Is it hot or just me? It's just, just you. you. <laughs> okay. That Jowler Creek wine really hits you. <laughs> like red cock a doodle. Red cock. A doodle do. A doodle do. A doodle do. A doodle do. Dildo? What's a doodle? I'm crying. I can't. She is crying. Okay, anyhow. We're doing a tipsy story. If you can't tell. She's a one man choir. She's just singing to herself over there. Yeah, as your backup music. (laughs) Say Um, it one more time, one more time. What are we doing tonight, guys? No, no, no. You you have to say you're doing tipsy stories. We're doing tipsy stories. Tipsy stories. (laughs) (laughs) That's not... That is incorrect. (laughs) You must breathe first and then release the tipsy stories. Oh, no, Sarah's left out. Okay, fine. I was just trying to do it the way you did it before. Honestly, let's try it again. <laughs> I've tried it enough times. I'm gonna like. <laughs> okay, I'll do it. Tonight we're doing a tipsy stories. Nope. Wow. Okay. <laughs> try to join in multiple. Tonight times. we're doing tipsy tipsy stories. Did you just there see your own background from your own. Okay. Nobody else would do it. Did it a bunch of times. <laughs> I, think, I think you intentionally did it opposite of me. <laughs> no, you gotta like interrupt her, but then finish. Oh, okay. Well, maybe maybe That's one day I'll said. get it. Okay, mm-hmm. I see you shaking that thing. All right, so we are going to read out loud your stories that you guys have Tipsy s- stories. <laughs> to us. Okay, I'm sorry ready. in advance for how we're going to um, butcher these. <laughs> That is true. That is correct. Sarah's going to start us off. Great. Can't wait to read right now. <laughs> Good job. Wait to read. I believe in challenge. you. You're going to do a great job. Okay. All right. Hold up. I got to think of a name for him. What's What's the third letter of his name? A. Adam. Adam. Okay. That was, fun fact, that was a code me and my friends used in junior high to talk about the boys we liked. We take the third letter of their name. Okay. I like it. This story comes from Adam. We're going to call him Adam anyways. It's not food related. I'm sorry, but. Adam from Alabama. Except for he says multiple times in the story he's from Lawrence, so. Lawrence, Alabama. (laughs) (laughs) LFA. (laughs) Yeah, so Adam, this one's for you. Near the current 4-H Fairgrounds and Fire Station Number 2 in Lawrence, Kansas, on an antiquated lot of perhaps an acre were two homes that were surely county homes at one point. We lived in the more dated of the two, uh, which prior to moving in with my girlfriend went unoccupied for a few years. The previous tenant was a Wiccan. Ooh. Lindsay, tell us what a Wiccan is. Yeah, Lindsay. <laughs> So that's my stomach. <laughs> no, it's, it's my throat. <laughs> what you heard was my gird. <laughs> Gird's the word. <laughs> Your gird is a wiccan. Your I inner wiccan was like. What is that? <laughs> I'll tell you. A wiccan is a witch. Mm-hmm. Oh. 
home, mm-hmm. basically. I recall the landlord stating when she showed us the house a year or so prior to the happening. He, okay, so he recalled that, that she was a Wiccan. Yeah. Gotcha. I'm with you. The landlord's house next door was a bit more up to date, but I had yet to settle for shared walls of an apartment and wasn't exactly able to afford anything better given my lagging efforts late in the renting season. He has such a way with words. <laughs> Very Adam. eloquent. He is. Antiquated. What did he say? Antiquated? <laughs> Antiquated. 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 That is such a fancy SAT word. Uh, okay. Are you trying to say you can tell I didn't write this? <laughs> <laughs> These are obviously not our tipsy stories. That's true. Okay. Dating the home is a challenge due to its strangeness, but I would guess it to be at least 80 years old, perhaps 100. The biggest clue lay in the front yard near the sidewalk and a dilapidated doghouse in an overgrown corner. A light post long since being used and probably was gas lit, iron and rusted. Glass was broken. In Lawrence, closer to the downtown area, were many old tie-ups for the horses that once served as primary transportation. Is that true? That is true. In Lawrence, which is what I wish they would have told us in our little... In our little ghost <laughs> thingy. Yeah. In most of the downtown streets, they are wider than normal. They're double wide because then the horse trailers could turn around. Hmm. And they often have posts with a, an iron, you know, hook for them to, you know, hook, uh, lasso up their horse to whenever they went inside the house. Okay. But this lamp post seemed a relic unmatched, even in such a host- historic town. Inside the home was wood, dark wood floors, walls, windows, and very few doors. Some of the windows were made up of dead panes, warped, and some bubbles trapped inside the small rectangles. Very descriptive. Thank you, Adam. The windows facing the street and a few inside actually slid into the walls, which was very nice when the weather permitted them to be open. Otherwise, they caused quite cold winters and hot summers. The back door was a Dutch door with upper half able to swing freely of the lower and vice versa. Gotcha. Okay. Many of the inner walls had scratches deep into the wood. Oh, I couldn't quite understand why that would be, since any dog would be prone to scratch the doors, or at least I would think so. The square footage was comparable to a double-wide trailer home. Okay. About the same size. Yeah. The small living room made any arrangement of furniture fairly awkward, but we often found ourselves on our couch in the living room, and we had adopted an antique pink couch. (laughs) That's a hard word to say. Antique pink couch. That belonged to a family member who had passed, and for some reason, I couldn't let it go. So, the night of the happening, my girlfriend and I sat on that antique. For the pink, sake. just put pink couch. <clears throat> Why am I adding an extra N in there? I'll never know. <laughs> antique. That's what I wanted to be. The pink couch. The pink couch. In the living room. <clears throat> I think it was the fall or late summer, but don't remember it being that cold. We've been drinking and perhaps partaking in some smoking, uh, but nothing beyond that. What happened was not the product of hallucinations. We often found ourselves watching TV on the internet or renting movies and playing them on one of our laptops. The light in the kitchen behind us turned off, stayed off a few seconds, and then came back on. No big deal. It's an old place. The wiring probably needs some work. I paused whatever we were watching to give the anomaly a little attention. Walked into the kitchen to make sure that nothing was in there. There wasn't. And flipped the switches to make sure that Nothing was noticeably noticeably wrong. They seemed to be working in order. I returned to the couch, and again, the light went out in the kitchen. This got us both a bit spooked. 
At which point I started talking to it, in quotes, uh, asking it to turn the light back on. And it did, as if on command. Hmm. Flashlight game <clears throat> to the extreme. Exactly. I love a good on-command light. A little spooky, though. Coincidence or not, I checked the kitchen again. Nothing there. Why would there be? Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> why would there be? We rarely had visitors. I can't be certain that this happened on the same night, but I think it did. We were sitting in the same place on the pink couch in the living room watching computers when, boom, right under our feet. Not a tap. Not like something fell off the table or something of the normal sort, but as if someone was on the underside of the floor and stomped as hard as they could. Ooh. We looked at each other, freaked the F out. <laughs> I bet so. Again, we sat there trying to figure it out, having a look around just to make sure that no one was around, but again, no one. So again, I tried to talk to it into repeating the action. First, I stomped back myself. Boom. Then egged it on. Do it again. Never a good idea. Doubting that it would actually, but then, boom, the same damn stomp from the underside. At that point, I was thoroughly freaked out despite trying to calm down the situation. I tried to think through the possibilities and rationalize what may have happened, ask for the lights going off, then back on with all other electricity not suffering a lapse. I can't quite explain. Paranoia would have me think that there was somebody there. The stomping booms came from under my feet, or our feet. I can't imagine any animal being able to muster that kind of force under the floorboards. But there was an opening in the back of the house under the Dutch door, where there were some rodents going in and out. Raccoons. They did make some sounds from time to time were off-putting, but nothing in the ballpark of this stomp. Mm. The responses were the more curious and spooky aspects. Stomping and asking for a stomp back and getting one. Asking for the lights to go back out, and them going on and coming back on. Coincidence? Paranormal? Pest? I don't know. What happened did freak me out, and when we found a new place, we were relieved to have moved on from the odd and old shack on Harper Street. My girlfriend and I have since separated, but I would be interested whether her memory is on par with mine, or whether she somehow figured out what happened. So I'm hearing, next time we go somewhere, I'm going to stomp on the floor and tell them to stomp back at me. I think that's the point of the story, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to do it. Yeah. Egg also, on. That, that sounds really creepy. Although, I think you did egg on. At Garnet, I did. At Garnet. <laughs> and you and did get the happened. ball to eat at our So, I'm hearing shoulders. I should do that more often. <laughs> at your own discretion, sure. You're, you're welcome. I'm going to say, though, I think that you uh, antagonizing them, maybe encourage them to give you night terrors. Hmm. <laughs> I second that motion. I'm just saying, you did have a night terror. I did. Shortly after. I did, but I get them also frequently. So, I mean, I'm like, are they connected? (laughs) Thank you, Adam, for your story. Thank you, Adam. Thank you, Adam. Sorry that happened to you. Adam from Alabama. (laughs) A.K.A. Harper Street on Lawrence. All right, am I going next? Or are you going next? I don't don't care. I don't know what's happening. I'll go next. Okay, go. This Are we going by the third letter game? I'll mm-hmm. let you go since you can't cross your fingers. Third letter game. This is from Mary. Oh my All gosh. right, Mary. Hi, Mary. Mary says, it was my first year as a charge nurse, but from the moment I started working as a nurse, it was almost like I could sense when death was near. It's strange, but my intuition is almost always mm. spot on. 
On this particular day, I had a feeling before I even made it to work. I arrived at my station and a hospice service was there for a patient that suddenly declined and they decided it was time. Since it was the admission assessment, they didn't send anyone to stay with the patient yet. I was told that he had another few weeks, at least, before he passes. I let them know he would be gone before morning. Whoa. With strange looks, they promised to send a nurse to sit with him this evening, and I agreed to this knowing that they would not be there in time. You see, the patient was still able to hold full conversations and even sign the hospice documents himself. On paper, he looked like he would be fine for a little while, but at 6 p.m., he had gotten, we had gotten word that there was a severe storm, and this was sudden. We hadn't heard anything about a storm that evening. My crew grabbed uh, patients and brought them to safety in record time. I went to this patient's room. He was sitting up in bed. I explained the situation and asked if uh, he would get up to go to the hall for safety. He said, no, I'm waiting for the man to get here. Startled, I asked him what man, and he replied, you know, the man that's coming to help me. Oh, don't like my goodness. Don't like this. Nope. I wrapped him up for safety and placed a mattress against his and walked out. As I was walking down the hall, the only male aide we had was walking down the hall as well. I told him the patient was waiting for him. He took another aide and went to get the patient up. This aide wasn't scheduled this evening. He just came in to help. At this time, the winds picked up and the building was being pelted by hail. The radio went off to say a tornado was spotted nearby. As quickly as the storm came, it was gone, and so was my patient. The aide came running down the hall to tell me he thinks the patient died. The same patient that was just talking about waiting for the man to come. So there's an old legend that a man man rides the storm to pick up the exceptional souls. This man never had children of his own, but taught students for nearly 50 years before his passing. He knew he was waiting for the man in the storm to take him home. Mm. What? That is crazy. I want to know more about that, like would... uh, urban legend of the yeah, man in the storm. Just, yeah, yeah, that. that's I'm fascinating. Very intrigued by that. I mean, can you imagine? But like, what peace as a person? Just like, oh, I'm cool. I'm good. I'm fine. Just waiting for the man. I'm just waiting for him. It'll be okay. Yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> I want to hear more. I want to hear more from Mary. Mary, I feel like you've got several stories. I just have a feeling, and I want to hear more. Please. I love it. Thanks, Mary. Thanks, Mary. Okay. I got some from Tom. So this is kind of Tom and his wife's story. So this is about his wife's grandma's house, and the uncle lived in the grandma's house, and both had passed away. So this is an empty house now. Tom goes to stay in this house overnight by himself. This is what happened. How brave. Very brave. So Tom says, the place was empty. I come back. Everyone is gone. I stay by myself. So my wife's uncle had died a month prior, but not in the house. Important. Okay. He says, I'm staying in his bed in his room, though. Hmm. I wake up to a light bulb shattering, so I go to investigate downstairs. There was a bag downstairs that was not that full, and a light bulb had fallen out. Thought that was kind of weird. So I go back to bed, but I grab my gun because waking up to a light bulb shattering like that, my first thought was someone was in the house. So about an hour and a half later, I wake up again, and I hear literally pots, glass, shit, boom. Gosh. (laughs) Falling out of the cabinet. 
The cabinet door had fallen off, which I had just gotten into the night before. The light bulb, so he said this as like a sidebar, the light bulb was in a bag of trash that was not that full and the bulb had fallen out to the floor. Fine, I can get that. But the thing upstairs was literally three glass, three glass, what is the word? I don't know. Tell me what you're thinking. <laughs> Three glass think. shelves. Sorry. Okay. Of cabinet falling out. The door, the hinges, everything in the cabinet had fallen out and the door had fallen off. Wow. I don't believe in ghosts, but I left after that and went to my mom's house. I came back the next morning to clean it all up. Whoa. So then he also adds that his wife had an experience at this same house. So my wife stayed there a night alone and there was a distinct noise like a garage door. Um, like a garage door opening, you know how when a garage door opens and moves the other doors like through the air? Yeah. So she reported that I knew everyone was gone. She was in the house again alone. She was getting out of bed, getting ready for the day and started calling everyone. Like, did you come home early? Are you in the house? And they all said, no, we're not in the house. And she goes, even though I had heard the door open, I thought, shit, someone is in the house. So I literally went and hid and was having a panic attack in the bedroom because I was too scared to open the bedroom door to get out of the house. I was thinking someone is going to be standing on the other side of the door. And so her husband, basically the end of that story was he was racing to the house and nobody was in the house. Oh my gosh. And that's Tom's story of how they both had an experience where glass cap or glass was falling out of a three shelved cabinet and the cabinet door fell off and then a light bulb came up out of a trash can and onto the ground. Oh my God, that would be terrifying. Tom, I just need to tell you that <laughs> ghosts are real. And that's a ghost. <laughs> Tom, can we go investigate this house? So my story was a little rough because that was a conversation I had with Tom and I video recorded him and then I transcribed it. So that's why it's like not eloquent. <laughs> um, but Tom fine. kept saying like, I don't believe in ghosts, but like it scared me. I was like, it scared you that bad that you left right. to stay somewhere else overnight and then came back in the morning. He's like, yeah, I didn't want to be there at night by myself. I'm like, mm-hmm. because of... It was a ghost. The ghosts. Yeah. It was a ghost, Tom. So thanks, Tom, for letting us use your story. While I you. secretly recorded you while you told me that at the bar. Oh, it was a secret? <laughs> well, I told him right after I finished recording. I said, I just recorded that. And he goes, I knew you were doing something. <laughs> but okay. he did give me permission to use his story. So thank you, Tom. That was yeah. my ear. Okay. Our next story comes to you from a little bit grim podcast. I asked if we could shout them out. They said, absolutely. So here we go. Thanks, guys. Go check them out. They are lovely and hilarious, by the way, in this messaging, in this brief conversation that I had with them. They're funny. like them. (laughs) All right. So she says, hi, hi. This is Taylor. She slash her. Thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, From a little bit grim. And I have a little bit of a spooky story for you. Oh, just a little bit. I love it. (laughs) I just moved out of a super haunted house. We bought the house in 2018. And during the buying process, we found out a woman named Catherine had died of natural causes a few years prior. We didn't think much of it since it was a natural death. Her widow couldn't take care of the house without her. So we had to do a lot of cleaning and clearing stuff when we took possession. Some things that immediately needed to go was the Bible quote decal on the front door. I don't blame you there. That probably was kind of weird. And the cross in the front yard. I'm not particularly religious. 
Words are hard. So I didn't <laughs> feel bad taking them down. We lived in our apartment for an additional 30 days after we took possession of the house so we could get it cleaned up and painted before moving in. My husband works third shift, so he would come over and work while I was in the office, and I would go over in the evenings to finish off what he had started. I brushed off the uneasy feelings by telling myself it was just an old, dusty house, but I couldn't listen to any of the true crime podcasts I normally listen to because I would get totally freaked out. After we moved in, we started noticing small leaks, a faucet here, the shower head, etc., uh, then about six months in, we found a huge leak that caused our sump pump to run continuously. After some investigating, we found that the previous owners knew, knew about the leak and didn't disclose it during the sale. Oh, no. Yeah. She says my husband was pissed. I don't blame her. I'd be pissed. <laughs> and started literally cursing the name of the old owner. Oh, uh oh, not Catherine. Right. His dead wife, Catherine did not take kindly to that and started getting more active. Every night for months, I would be startled awake by the sound of two sharp claps coming <gasps> from the corner of my bedroom. Oh, this is like the conjuring. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's all I thought of was the claps during hide and seek. <laughs> Get out of here. Nope, no clapping. That's a hard nope. I would have nope the fuck out of that room. Okay, hold on. I had nightmares about an older woman with light curly hair watching me sleep. Nope. It was horrible. One night I had friends over and some of my gal pals are more sensitive than others. One of the girls went inside and when she came back out, she said, uh, Taylor, do you know anything about the woman that died here? Hmm. Oh, Catherine. Uh huh. Catherine. She's active. And I told her I only knew her name and age for sure, but I felt like. I knew what she looked like from my dreams. My friend said that she saw a woman walk past her in the kitchen and described the exact same person I saw in my dreams. Mm. I feel like if I ever lived oh in a haunted gosh. house, this would be you. <laughs> You'd be going in my kitchen and be like, Lindsay, I just saw someone Lindsay, walk by me. <laughs> get the fuck out of here. <laughs> it would be totally you in my house. <laughs> it would. A few months later, we had another huge water leak in our basement due to a pipe bursting. Oh, gosh. And that, that was the last straw, and we decided to move. We were only there for about a year and a half, and I don't know if I'll ever go, if, I don't know if I ever got a full night's sleep there. So I, of course, responded like, you legit lived in a haunted house. Yeah. And I said, it always sounds like a good idea or like kind of fun, but I don't think I could ever do it. And she said... I would zero out of 10 recommend haunted house life. <laughs> well, that's yeah. good to know because that's one of my dreams currently is right. to buy a haunted house. Well, so but it's night. a haunted house that is like taking all their money because of all of the plumbing well, issues. Too, but I think on top of it, it was like extra spooky. So now, you know, I said I'll pass that along to any potential haunted house buyers. Boydston. Boydston. I'll consider. At least you have Walter and he's nice. Mm-hmm. He doesn't bother. Catherine sounds like salty. She was kind of grouchy about that. Well, they insulted her husband. Well, that's true. That's true. That didn't go well. Yeah. Taylor, thanks for your story. Yes, thank Thank you. Thank you. We really appreciate it. For sure. Also, we agree. Zero out of ten. I agree. I I I agree. would still consider a haunted house. Of course you would. I I don't know if we'd be able to record if you lived in a haunted haunted house like that. Why not? Um... We recorded in McIntyre. If I heard, true, but if I heard clapping. The clapping was what drew the line. Yeah, no, thank you. 
Yeah. I, I could even imagine, like, I don't mind a, a, a sighting here and there. But That's the clapping. Get the fuck out of here. Listen, the clap is a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> Catherine's all. Pay attention. She's talking about the STD. The clap, the clap. is a big deal. Oh, okay. <laughs> it is a big deal. <laughs> Lindsay got me. I got it. I get you. <laughs> I when boys and gets like this, she makes these jokes. And she it can be cleared right up. Okay, let's be real. I make them all the time. <laughs> you do. You make them all the time. We all do. It's fine. It can be cleared when right I'm up. Like this. I'm fine. Thank you. <laughs> when I'm like this. Tipsy stories. Tipsy stories. <laughs> Oh, God. We're back to that. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks so much for tuning into our tipsy stories. Tipsy stories. <laughs> Please send us your emails of your stories so we can read them in our next tipsy stories. At tipsy stories. <laughs> Tipsyghost at gmail.com. Dot com. Dot com. And you can also check us out at thetipsyghost.com. Dot com. Dot com. Oh, my God. <laughs> and find all of our social medias from there. Boydson, can you handle this last part? Part, part, part. Um, please, on our website, you can also have uh, the opportunity to donate to us on Patreon. Patreon, and... Patreon, Patreon. Perfect. That was, a out. That was all the same volume. <laughs> <laughs> also, please give us a five-star rating and a great review on Apple Podcast. We would greatly appreciate it. All right, guys, thanks so much for tuning in this week. We will catch you guys next week. Okay, bye. 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 bye.